0: Hello, I'm Brad, and I'm Jason. You are listening to Dice. Dice in in mind. Mind. So today we actually have a special interview of nobody. We have had five yeah. weeks of phenomenal interviews. Yeah, going back to. Kelly Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. writer, Star mm-hmm. Trek writer, editor, editor mm-hmm. um, going for her master of fine arts. We have Malcolm Shepard who, um, you know, writer for the age system. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've actually had some other discussions with him about, yeah, things. he's a fascinating, fascinating interview. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to it, we are going to have him on again.
1: Yep. And let's hear it for Greener Ronin in general.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Troy and the and the social team there. So many people mm-hmm. involved, and mm-hmm. the age system. I just yep. I'm finding it more and more elegant. Chris Birch, president of Modifius. Yeah, um, that that's that fascinating. Man, yeah, the the amount of things that he's juggling. I, I i can't fathom that and, and i'm juggling and, a lot
1: and we've yeah you are and we've heard and this will be clear in in coming weeks with our second round of interviews but we've heard that that chris is just always
0: on yeah yeah and and so you'll if you haven't listened to that one that one's worth it um you know you know president modifius star yep. trek man, dune man. all sorts of different games yep. mutant chronicles yeah um, we had michael Lowe, michael was one that that and Michael, if you're listening, it kind of came out of left field, but it was yeah. a fascinating one on education.
1: Yeah, just an detour RPGs. into something we care about. Yeah, another thing we care about. It was wonderful. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And if you haven't connected with him with Michael on Twitter, please do. Mm-hmm. There is mm-hmm. a whole group of people that have started to come together, and yep. and there's a cohesive cohesive group within the RPG family. Yeah, about yeah. using RPGs within education.
1: Yep, P twelve and higher
0: ed. Yes mm-hmm. so Michael was one of those where we had to bring him in um, just because of the, we were fascinated by the work he's doing and we're really and,
1: glad to be a little part of of that community now because oh, of, yeah. of our
0: interests and our goals Well and you and you know you teach leadership we both have been in education you actually teach. You know I've worked in technology where that it supported education, so education is not a foreign topic to
1: us. No, not at all. In fact, um, honestly, Michael, if you're listening, we should probably tell you this up front, but we'll just we'll just hope you're listening anyways. Um, if you're listening to this, uh, a double thank you because, and you know, Brad, you know this because I we've been we've talked about this subsequently. After our interview with Michael, I started thinking, you know, I've never taken a sabbatical and I think maybe I know what I would want to do. And it was a direct offshoot of that discussion. So yeah. thank you, sir. More on that later. Yeah. See,
0: that's that. Our uh, real life. Yeah. And we benefit, you know, hopefully you all benefit Michael. If you're listening, let us know because that means we have a sixth listener, but yeah. Um, yeah. So someday we'll get to 10. Um, and then. Um, Nami Muhammad. Oh yeah. man, what a
1: gracious, lovely person! Talk and, about creative. Oh my god,
0: yeah. And someone who, as we record this, it's now announced that yeah. um, she is doing the soundtrack for Strange New Worlds for Star yep. Trek. And let's be honest about that,
1: yeah, right? You want because did we know about that? No, we didn't. Well, well, we, well, we
0: didn't officially know about it, we didn't
1: it. officially know, but it, it through no fault of her own, um. Yeah. It, it became apparent and we actually, we, we, and we said nothing because that was the right thing to do. You will never yeah. hear a spoiler
0: here. And, and we made it a, we always talk to our guests before we go on. We always ask them what, if there are things they want to talk about or not, we want to make yep. sure that it's organic. We didn't do that with her. We, we, as much as we really knew not to go beyond what mm-hmm. we knew because Um, we know she would be under,
1: it's hard, hard hardcore NDAs. Yeah. She would have NDAs
0: and we didn't want to put her in any awkward position, but she had a mug and it said strange new world. And, 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 and and, and I caught it and I'm like, Ooh, and, but I'll be quite honest with you. I did not, when I saw it, I did not necessarily make the assumption that it was a connection with her to that. I just thought that she was getting great gratuitous vendor stuff's being involved with, with CBS Paramount. Okay. So.
1: I, this is funny. Cause usually the roles are reversed here. I instantly understood that meant she was scoring it immediately okay. because the only way you, you get that swag at that part of the process is if you're on the production team. I, but, but for whatever reason, I thought that was already public knowledge And so I didn't say anything about it. And again, like you said, Brad, we want it to be like, like, like you said, we typically have a fairly extensive off air discussion before and after with our interview guests. And, uh, and Nami was, I think, kind of coming back to back uh, with stuff. And so she, she, she met with us and she gave us so much of her time. There was just, we, we did not want to hold her any longer, but we are delighted that that is out and it's official and that, that, nami is composing because she i i have been writing for so many weeks now almost exclusively to her prodigy soundtrack i can think of no higher praise on my own
0: so no no no, you bring it up i we kind of talked about this before and i was gonna i was gonna surprise this and bring this discussion up what we'll come back all the other stuff later what are you writing Okay. Okay. So I know you weren't expecting it right at this moment. I, I didn't I, think I you were, you, you didn't know that I had planned on actually bringing this up to begin with. So no. Okay. So let's indulge me here. Let's
1: provide a little bit of context. Uh, yeah. So why are we, why are we not interviewing anyone today? And why are we, why are we just engaging in what we, but not our wives would consider witty banter yeah. um, or probably any of you good on you. Um, you know, this is the big four Oh for us. We're both well past 40, but the podcast today, as, as, as this releases, uh, well, I guess forever, this is episode 40, which is kind of remarkable to the two of us, I think, because, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, it's, I, I, know, I know many, many podcasts ago, episodes ago, I started saying, okay, we're on the march to episode 50. But honestly, and then sometimes I would say we're on the march to episode 100. That was just to give us a little mojo because we were recording like one a month. And then along the way, we went to weekly. We went to a primarily interview-driven format. Um, I don't know about you, my friend, but for me, the podcast has become like one of my short list of actual pieces of like activity and scholarship. Like when I look at my list of what I have going on in life, professionally, academically, personally, this is literally on that short list.
0: I, I agree, yeah. yeah, I'm nodding.
1: No, yeah, no, I've re- that's yes, you are, um, thank you. I, so one of the other things on that short list is something that we've teased once or twice very subtly over this past almost year. We'll have more on that in future episodes. Um, another friend and I are writing a book and Ag and I appreciate you asking um, an actual book. We signed a contract uh, with a publisher in January, which I'll be honest, still uh, brings a smile to my face. Every time I, I even say that to myself because it's so darn surreal. Uh, and, and it's a funny thing. Uh, I write, well, I write a lot these days because I'm writing a book with with Aaron. But I, I write a lot, anyways. You know I'm uh, I'm an active, or I mean I'm a, I'm a, I'm a relatively active scientist, right? So, um, I'm I'm constantly working on this or that, and it's wonderful. I mean, it's amazing to me after 20 years in the field that that there are universities who will, like I mean that, that that I'm paid right as a scientist, as a professor to do any of the things I do. It's it's amazing to me, but as you know, and as the rest of our group of of, of close friends and family knows, and as as uh, as my mother just told me not too long ago, she was telling some of their friends, you know, Jason's always had a thing for Star Trek, and I, I have, <laughs> uh, and um, and so Aaron and I, uh, we signed a
0: contract did you mention this already but i just want to make sure we had aaron on
1: i haven't said i was going to thank you i was going to say that so yeah yeah, if you go way back one of our actually surprisingly more popular episodes you interviewed aaron and me because we had just been published on picard day last year for uh uh which was just hilarious to us uh we had an article come out on StarTrek.com. And we'll put that in the show notes. Um, I still, that that brings me great joy as, as, as silly as that is. Um, but by the time that article came out, I had already, we'd already been working for a while. I had already said to Aaron, this is a, a legit book idea and let's do it and we'll figure it out. We'll find a publisher. Took a while as it often does, I think. We found one. Uh, we are working with McFarland who is this, this just wonderful academic publisher. Uh, and we are actively writing, uh, I don't have a good subtitle yet, but our working title is Lessons from the Ready Room. Same as our as our little article on star Trek.com, and as you might surmise, we are writing a full-length book on leadership through the lens of the grand captains of Star Trek. And and we're 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 we've got a chapter each for Archer, Pike, uh Kirk. I'm trying to make, make sure I get the, the, the dirt right. Uh Sisko, oh, okay. well, Janeway, Picard. Yep. And then we're also going to be addressing uh Burnham and Saru. Okay. um and because of the timing of the of the deadlines we've we actually have got it set up where we're saving the rest of the pike chapter to the very last part of the process so that we'll have a handful of strange new worlds episodes out that we can hopefully use for the book to make it as current as, as possible and our target audience is everyone from advanced undergrads, to really grad students, and especially professionals, right? Like we're writing this so that it could be dropped uh, affordably, slickly into like executive training workshops, that type of thing. If you you are into leadership, and you agree with with us, and I think Brad, you'd agree too, that the bulk of leadership books, A, are not actually based on any research, and B, aren't really enjoyable to read, to, to, to cross streams for a bit, as Master Yoda said, page turners, they are not, right? Um, I mean, not to be immodest, but we're writing with a sense of humor and we're writing with a with a, a sense of engagement. So my friend, I appreciate you asking. It's well, no, huge and... news for, for me and for us. And we'll, there'll be more, um, this is, this. I don't think this can possibly come out in print until at least the end of 23. Um, just because of the schedule, but, but it's happening. It's contract is signed and the book is way past half written.
0: Well, and you're always so nonchalant, even with me about bringing this type of stuff up. So it was during, um, one of the nights either that we were chatting or recording an episode where you were just kind of doing a, a passing. Oh, by the way, yeah. you know, we've got a contract. So, <laughs> yeah, know, um, and to me, you're and like, to what? me, <laughs> yeah. And to me, I'm, I'm wired a little hotter. So if, if that, if I had been in that position, um, I don't care what time it would have been, I would have been calling. So I kudos to you for, for maintaining um, an even strain as you, you kind of just willingly pass, you know, let, let it pass along. And I have an active interest in this because like you said, you know, I've been in leadership in the technology field for quite a while. I you, yeah. Um, I have yeah. read, or I have been part of reading groups yep. for a number of different leadership books. And I give people credit for writing. I'm not a published writer. Oh, I'm yeah. not much a writer, but um, like you said, a lot of this is not research-based. It is, people say it is, but it's really um, their own experiences or their mm-hmm. experiences with people that they are close to put mm-hmm. into book form and, and, listed as research when it's really more anecdotal experience versus research
1: yep i think i think that's right and we have a we have a model we have a model kind of something that i developed basically over the years just to help me teach incoming leadership students just just a, a, a an approach experience agnostic very simple model of these are just some basic things everyone can learn start here you'll get the rest and, um, and and so everybody knows, I mean, we are using a lot of our experience, but man, I, I mean, we are really, everything we assert. You can backing. use
0: experience, but if you, mm-hmm. yeah, if you use experience and back it up with research, mm-hmm. that's very different yeah. than experience alone and making it yeah, anecdotal.
1: Because that's not worth anything. But we are taking the Harvard B-School approach of the book is, it's a book of case studies right it's not like oh so you spend you spend you know this many pages on this captain that's not it at all now don't get me wrong we geek out hard in star trek in this book cuz aaron is even nerdier around some of this stuff than you and me which is really and i mean that is mostly a compliment right kudos to you aaron yeah seriously my friend but um every chapter then is comprised of half a dozen specific case studies each case study demonstrating that captain leading in a specific episode so like brad well i just last week or as we record actually just a couple days ago i finished um the 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 cisco chapter oh boy and i just kept thinking of you the whole time because it was getting into just some of some of your favorite stuff from ds9
0: yeah, I never. I mean, we've made it clear in past episodes. Cisco is my favorite captain. Yeah, um, and well deserved because I, I forgot how good of an actor he was. Yeah, Avery oh Brooks God. Brooks is phenomenal. The stories that Iris Stephen Bear and the team, oh. and, including Avery Brooks and and yep. others, put together, you know, Nana Some Visitor, of the best
1: in all canon.
0: Yeah, and I'm actually yet again binging. I'm mm-hmm. just finishing season three. Um, nice. It's getting to the point now yep. where I can actually recite as they're going along, um, you know, the script. I actually just, I can't remember. There is episode 22 or so when, when commander Cisco yeah. and his son built the ancient, rebuilt the ancient Bajoran ship. That was and, so cool. Yeah. And, and ended up getting to light speed without expecting it. So yeah, they like thought it was subspace a subspace
1: slipstream or something. Yes. Uh-huh.
0: So, so. um, yeah. So, so, so yeah. I, I, as a leader, mm. I am yeah. looking forward to this as a I'm going to use a technical term as an end user, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. as someone who will find ways. Because I, I actually try to, you know, in the business world, the, the, I believe the best leaders are the ones that are training as best they can their replacements. Um, I just it's sorry. I, the yeah. last
1: case study we wrote was on how to be an effective leader with an exit strategy. Yeah. And filling and, and helping your
0: successor. Hilarious. And, and and sometimes sometimes it works, sometimes it backfires on you, but mm-hmm. I truly believe from an ethical perspective um, in the long run, whether you believe in karma or whatever it else is, you're doing yep. yourself and the organization yep. a favor, um, whether you like the organization or not. I think it's the ethical thing to do in you train to, your replacement.
1: Because those are the ideals
0: of the federation. And, and let's be honest, do you, and then we'll get back to the other stuff, but this is just, this is for you as a writer. And for me as a, as a end user again, um, do I want my replacement, whether I'm ready to be replaced or not, And that can happen to people. Mm -hmm. Do I want them to learn how to be a leader on their own and potentially become an ineffective leader? Or do I want to train them in what I feel are ethical standards and mm-hmm. a method or a methodology mm-hmm. that then can permeate to the next? So in other words, if I don't do it, then there's a higher risk of that replacement being a poor leader. And I don't if think I can there's train, even, you know, I just,
1: there's not, not even, I mean, there's not even a discussion or debate about that, right? But that's the, the funny thing is, mm-hmm. that's not
0: thought about. That's, that's just yep. people are too paranoid and they feel like they need to hold their knowledge close to their vest and they don't want to train their replacements. And I, to I, me, yeah, I just, I, I know I'm in, you know, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm 48. So I'm probably, are you really? I'm, yeah. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving Jason a gesture right now yeah. on camera it, that it, we he, won't.
1: he, yes, he's giving
0: me a namaste of approval. Yeah. I'm saying yes. you're number one. Yes, you um, are. Thank you. But <laughs> But, you know, it's, it's, you know, I'm what, 15, 17 years away from probably calling it quits. Um, I hope you I mean want retirement. Yes. Yeah. Well, hopefully, Ooh. hopefully, hopefully that is retirement. <laughs> right. um, but, you know, ultimately, you know, I want to be able to look back and said, I did the right thing. Right. And this type of material, not just your book, but this, you and I've talked about ethics and oh, all so that long. related yeah. to this. We, it, this is so needed. Um, and I hope that this is, people use this and this is the first book of a new way of looking at leadership. I yeah. hope, I, yeah. I'll be honest with you, and I think you'll understand and not take this the wrong way. I hope your book is only the first of many. In terms of, yeah. of looking yeah. at leadership from a different paradigm, yeah. because we can see it, it's more prevalent now than it was before. And then I'm going to get off of this topic because yeah. I'll soapbox. But there, yeah. it's yeah, more yeah. prevalent than ever thanks to the pandemic. It, it, so, yep.
1: and. Yeah. It, so, yeah. So thank you, my friend. Uh, yeah, enough about me, enough about the project. Uh, needless to say, uh, our listeners, you all of you out there in the Dyson Mind metaverse, is that a thing yet? Um, you'll I'll, be some I'll of say the, yes. Sure. You'll be some of the first to know when the book goes to print. And, uh, and we'll also be following it up, uh, following up on Twitter, because... Uh, At the at the risk of being self-aggrandizing, I know my friend Aaron and I, right? My co-author Aaron and I, we've talked a lot about this. And I mean, our listenership, right? Just the TTRPG Twitter world and its offshoots. um, These are the people who we care about, and these are the people who have something to say and can maybe put a dent, as you said, in one of our recent tweets.
0: Yeah, you could. All of these, all of that group. In Twitter are already putting, I mean, on Twitter, TTRPG was a hashtag trending the other day. Right. Um, and, you know, I look at anything like right at this moment, the Olympics are going on. So there's an Olympic hashtag yep. that's trending. Yep. So, you know, for, for you and the, the TTRPG family mm-hmm. and RPG family to become a trending, a trending topic mm-hmm. uh, says that you're putting a dent in the universe. Yep. so kudos to every one of you out there Mm -hmm. and i think there's i think that's probably why we you know if you look at it education Mm -hmm. um rpg star trek Mm -hmm. all of this as you can tell that that was kind of what flavored um our interviewers and even oh yeah you know all of them kelly malcolm chris michael and and nami all of them Mm -hmm. and i think you'll find with our next five um you know, it'll oh be a God. little bit different flavor, yep. but I think you'll, you'll enjoy what you're going to hear. We are obviously at the point that, that this drops is early March. Mm-hmm. If everything goes as planned, we are already into our next group of interviews. We, um,
1: we, we've we we already wrapped yeah. our next, as now it's, as we record, understanding we record way in advance of many of these episodes. We've all, we're, we're already, we're already working on our th- Third set of five. But like you were saying, Brad, our next set. Um this gets more and more interesting. I think it's fair to I think we can say without giving too much away that um our next set will have a decidedly more DD flavor to it, although not exclusively, right? We're not, we're not trying to to just rush, if you will, any given topic in a sequence, but it definitely, you know, like we've joked before, we're not trying to be the Star Trek podcast. Mm-hmm. and and there are a bunch of games uh a bunch of games we love and you know after kind of getting back on on the on track or, or maybe we've been on track uh as we engage in more of this having done this now with you brad for 40 episodes my exposure to role-playing games yes is yeah you know you we're know gonna go is so far beyond where it was forty episodes ago. I mean, forty episodes ago, I, I had you know kind of grown up playing West End D six Star Wars. Still love it. Uh, still kind of want to do that again someday. Um, I had gotten in a few years before to Edge of the Empire and the narrative dice mechanic which we love i had played around no pun intended i had played around a little bit with fate although like we'd never actually played um you had gotten me into pathfinder a bit and then i was really doubling down falling in love and i'm still in love with dnd i mean that was it and that was like in our first months doing this and now man thanks to our discussions thanks to the people who have given us the time to interview and chat thanks to a lot of a lot of interactions on twitter right and just on social media to be honest um like like i'm starting to feel like i have a bit of a lay of the land and there are for the first time in my life i look around and it's like oh i kind of want to read about that game i kind of want to learn about that game right i i i want to and i'll save some of that for the jam
0: corner but that's where i am how about you yeah, I think you know. In all honesty, I mean, I'm, you know, in talking, especially with Malcolm um, from Green Ronin, first of all, he taught us how to pronounce it right. So <laughs> yes, that thanks, was. Malcolm. If anything, if anything, at a minimum. But that's you know, listening to him, he he has an archival knowledge of games that mm-hmm. really is fascinating. So even as he was talking about the work he's doing for Green Ronin. You know, mm-hmm. he was talking about history and stuff that, you know, I actually I actually had to say off the air, you actually educated me on like the history of RPGs 101. I mean, for the most part, you know, yeah, seriously, you know, for me, it was okay, uh, Gary Gygax started TSR down in Lake Geneva, which is about an hour away from where I am living right now. Um, and then DD got bought and got moved around. It ends up with Wizards of the Coast. And then you have Pathfinder that broke off. Mm-hmm. I'm looking down at my bookshelf and there are the burning wheel dungeon world, you know, the, the yes. age system, dragon age, fantasy age, modern age, which I really hadn't, I hadn't gotten deeply into until we met with Malcolm. No. Um, and now, you know, I have mutant chronicles, you know, I got a little out of hand first time i don't know know what you're talking about yeah i don't you know
1: you you don't regularly send me photos of just sections of your
0: bookshelf yeah yeah rune quest was a more recent one yeah um i have too much to read and definitely not enough time to do it oh no so and all of that is a testament to the fact that i have learned about so many games that deserve attention yes that we did not know about because just by the nature of you and I just got into D&D. We knew there was other stuff out there, but the there was a air quote to use a mapping because I've been doing a lot of mapping online. There was a fog of war around it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Good way to put it.
0: So, you know, you know, I, I bring Malcolm up just because he was an encyclopedia of information mm-hmm. um, going into our, our third group, you know, what we have been able to do. Let me rephrase that what other companies have felt comfortable in doing is talking to us about Mm -hmm. things that um, we can't talk about yet um, that people will see and hear of in the future. And that's not anything because of us personally, it's we have tried to keep our podcast ethical, keep it even, um, keep it in the realm of why we started it to begin with. So, you know, you don't hear some of the crazy, um, humor, you know, just like Jason just quoted for me. And I, you could have said this, I didn't need to, but we've really focused on the meaning of life through the ends of RPGs, through the lens. And And that
1: continues to be our focus.
0: Yes. And so, you know, we have gotten that we've, you know, we interview people who are creative and don't necessarily play RPGs, you know, because it informs the world. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and they don't, and a lot of them may not even necessarily realize how their work influences right. RPGs, and we see that on Twitter. And I know we keep, yep. we keep, you know, coming back to it, but that seems to be the biggest world in terms of discussion. Jason mm-hmm. and I made the grand mistake when we first started, oh, we're going to create a Facebook page, and after about a month and ten yes, My daughters had warned
1: me that Facebook is for old people, and yeah. I'm like,
0: hmm. Yeah. So, so you and I, is, it was November of, of last year. So we're yeah, right. This is November 21. You can look at our page. Mm-hmm. I think one night I'm like, okay, let's just start doing this. Yep. Um, when you went nuts. Yep. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden between the both of us, um, we have met fascinating people yep. and our listener and our, and our viewership and our listenership have grown. Mm-hmm. And it's because all of you have taken an interest in what we do. And then I'm going to stop on this topic, but I have always said out there, what we provide or what we hope to provide here isn't to replace things that you're already listening to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's to augment it. So I've always wanted to say, and I've always tried to say, don't cut someone else off to add us into your listening, right? Add us to your listening Yep. because there's so much other great information out there. You and I both listen to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. To, to paraphrase Douglas Adams, we are mostly harmless. And, and we think you uh, we think we add a voice that isn't out there around role playing. Because like you said, Brad, the the I mean, what gets us going is not just the fun and the nerdery of the games. And I mean, you guys all know how much we like game mechanics, right? How many, mm-hmm. how many discussions have we had on this podcast, especially early on about game mechanics? So don't worry, there will be more. We oh, yeah. haven't forgotten about it. We'll be getting back into some of that, uh, especially as we interview people who are involved with the mechanics. Uh, but, but you know, the whole notion of Dice in Mind is, is looking at, like you said, Brad, at real life through the lens of RPGs, how real life is emulated in these games and through the mechanics, but then also how, how the games can inform real life. Like, I know we, we haven't talked about this since the very beginning of the podcast, but back in the day but like there are certain there are certain events playing when we were yes. all like in high school and especially college like i think of one with our dear friend brian uh <clears throat> and we'll we'll post his address and email in the show no i'm just kidding brian um but we i i think of of one specific scene in a session which to this day is this the, com- is this the can, the can episode? yeah the can okay. episode and yeah. to to this day it comes up and and something will happen, and I'll be I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's one of those situations. Or like we'll like I'll watch I'll watch you know the, I mean between my God between between uh, Star Trek and Star Wars, and now we you know there's a we know the Orville is on its way back, and we we know that um, we know that uh, the second age. Of middle earth is on its way right there are so many things and i will i'll look at this stuff or i'll i'll see something in the news it's like okay so how many setback dice did that thing take right oh, yeah. uh, how many difficulty dice was that conversation
0: <laughs> yeah and and you know the funny thing is 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 i haven't really talked about it on here so but i had um some digestive surgery and um When I came out, it was a lot, it was a two and a half hour surgery that took over five hours, Um, nothing terribly wrong. It just took a long time. And I came out of that and my wife made it abundantly clear to the nursing staff to keep my phone away from me that night, because I was obviously still sedated um, and a little goofy. And I went back a couple of days later. I don't think I've even told you this because this is just, this just came to mind as you're talking about this. Um, I looked back when I got home and you know, you can look at your history. I have an, I have an iPhone. You can look at your history of your yeah. iPhone searching on your Mac.
1: <laughs>
0: and the first thing I searched on that day was, um, uh, how to roll dice in bed.
1: Nerd.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so what am I thinking about as That's I'm coming crazy. out of surgery was, you know, um, do I need, a because I didn't know what I was going to what I, I should was have gonna sent you a tower. Yeah, I didn't know whether what I was going to be expecting when I got home. Was I going to have to be laid up for a while? Right, right. Ultimately, it wasn't. I was back to normal. But that was the first thing I looked up. And I am actually still surprised I didn't reach out. Maybe I did. Maybe I sent something. I don't remember. But nope. I didn't reach nope, out I remember. and do something silly um, with my phone because of that. But even after that, i'm Mm -hmm. thinking about rpgs and it just reminds me that my poor surgeon had some setback die um Mm -hmm. because he 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 came he came out of the you know my wife says he came out of there you know sweating like he had just eaten spicy food because he had been so deep into the surgery which was you know it wasn't life or death it wasn't anything like that it was just but still a big deal still a big deal but but it was just like wow that poor guy rolled like a couple setbacks because right he was in there a lot longer than he thought he was going right. to, but a whole there. lot of
1: success dice too
0: yeah so. yeah. yeah but but the point is, is and again that wasn't i wasn't trying to elicit sympathy or anything it mm-hmm. was oh don't worry would, you don't have it no i don't know i know yeah. i don't right. but it was the funny thing on how us doing this podcast and we mm-hmm. always talked mm-hmm. we talk even more because we talk about this stuff that's yeah, right it mm-hmm. It triggers other discussions. We have friends that listen. Of course, sending us stuff
1: now for the podcast. Yes. We awesome.
0: Have Eric who sent us, Eric actually got a pre-release version of um, one of our next um, interview groups. Yep. Still waiting um, to hear back about that. Yep. Still yep. haven't heard anything. We, we uh, sent them a pre-release you. version. We think we'll like it. it. Yeah. Yep. Um, folks that don't play, Eric doesn't play. Uh, But he listens to it, and one of his comments to us was, (laughs) you know was was it's like listening to you two talk in the car when he was listening to it yeah. in the car it's like you we were in the car talking and he wanted to interject he keeps
1: yelling at the radio because he wants to say something yeah which cause... really from my perspective makes it the ideal conversation to have with eric but but yes. i digress
0: yeah exactly if, right. him being able to talk and us not and him and us not having to listen to it so but it's we love you anyway eric yeah. um but we have people involved in this stuff that we know that we yep. would love you know brian yeah. You know, when he has time, um, Brian's mm-hmm. involved where he comes from in uh public service. Yeah. So he's extraordinarily busy, although he's making some transitions and and things. But you know, we've been trying to get him to game, but because of his involvement yep. in things, he hasn't had time. yeah We have our friend Scott, who yep. I think would come back and play if we could get Game him. Master Extraordinaire. Oh, yeah. And other things that'll be coming up, like we've talked about. Um you know we have all met and had okay, we're got I'm gushing, but the point being is, is that we have made great contacts with people. We hopefully have brought something to the table by listening to these interviews and mm-hmm. listening to us banter here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've gotten so much more out of it talking to these folks,
1: yeah. Having and, a good time, appreciate yeah, it. And
0: we and we get, and every time someone you know, someone big likes a, a tweet or something like that, that's when we'll ping each other if we haven't looked at it,
1: but, yep. um, so if you like what you hear or there's something else you want to hear, then let us know, right. Mm-hmm. Email us, uh, shoot us a tweet, right. Ping us any way you want, but we would love to hear from people and guide the podcast where it is of the most value to the greatest number of interested and interesting
0: listeners. I've going to, I know we're running short on time, but I, I want to ask two questions. So 42. one, no, not the oh, answer. Okay. Sorry, and the answer isn't the the questions or the answers you were giving before we started recording either. Okay, so um, no. Okay, um, what was what has been, and this is going to put you on the spot. Um, and okay. this is not to disrespect anybody. What has been your favorite moment? Can you think of in life 40, or with the podcast? No, no, with our podcast, forty with our, podcast. our forty
1: episodes. Yeah. Oh man. Um.
0: That's a really good, really hard question, Brad. And you may not be able to answer it right now, but um, I I asked myself this last night. Yeah. And it was hard for me to respond. One, I think one of them, I don't think I can ping one. Yeah, I don't think I have one. I think one um, was when we had Shelly as a noble on because she oh, was yeah. our, our yes. first interview. Our first well, well, non friend right exactly interview. <laughs> <laughs> our first f-
1: legit air quotes famous interview, right? Like a real yeah. creative who's yeah. out- co-host
0: yeah. of, of the Dragon uh, Dragon Talk the Talk yeah. podcast. Yeah. So she was she was more than than gracious enough to come yeah. on. Yeah, she our was show. so kind. So I that was really got us going that then. One. That really yeah. told us, look, this is legs. That's yep. the first one. There were many more, but yes, if I were to pick one, that was the one because that got us that changed our path in some ways in many ways i I would also
1: add of the interviews everyone has so far heard i agree i think shelly was yeah you are so right i think for me um it's the only interview where i sheepishly found myself geeking out a little bit uh was was (laughs) nami malamed uh because i mean she's so quick and she's so bright and she's so effervescent um and I mean I really just the, the in prep for that episode I had actually started not just listening to her her music but paying attention musically to it and yeah. um and and so that was just yeah that was really that was really
0: fun. That was a fun episode and, and you you kind of hit on it. Normally when we were doing episodes, especially early on, uh Jason <laughs> would always, yeah, Jason, like, Jason Brad, always be cool, it, be cool, man, be cool, <laughs> calm down. So he did yeah. that to me before NAMI because yeah. as a musician and as someone who has studied music in the past, right. I was excited about this one. Yeah. Yeah. But I kept a more even strain. Jason was geeking out. It wasn't very, no, it wasn't as noticeable as it was with me, but I could tell. Yeah. I can see, uh, we could see I'm like, yeah. okay, the, t- the tables have turned a little bit. So now here's the second question <laughs> yes. I have for you. Okay. Good so, questions. Yeah. Um, what has been the greatest challenge for you in doing this podcast? And it may be because of outside things going on. It may be, or it may just be within the podcast itself, production, whatever the case is, what has been, and I don't want to say struggle because no, no, but what's, what's the greatest challenge? Yeah. Yeah. What's the greatest challenge? What's the hardest
1: part? Yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, I think just having to work with you No. um, uh, you know that was. you number one right? again. Yeah, though. Thank you for waving at me. Yeah. Um, uh, Namaste. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. I don't really feel like there have been any truly difficult parts, Brad. I, um, I, I have so enjoyed doing this, and so enjoyed doing this with you, and I'm so looking forward to where it's going. Um, not just next week, but for the next year. Um. Uh,
0: I think the hardest, the hardest part. The in fact, the only Once, part that. What, what was that before? I didn't hear the first part of that. I don't remember. Oh, I wanted to do. I wanted to in this episode <laughs> do one single. That's what she said, and you ruined oh. it. So. Uh, see, there you are, making it difficult
1: again. No, <laughs> I think, I think the, I think the only part that has in any way proven shell. Well, actually well, I I don't want, I'm going to, I want you to answer both these questions too, but, or actually you answer the first, I want you to answer the second one too, but Mm -hmm. I'm guessing your answer might partly coincide with mine. I think that the only time I felt challenged with the podcast is we got a little carried away with interviews. Uh, our first, as we were getting established, it took a while to get interviews.
0: Yeah.
1: Now we're getting interviews quickly. People are being just very giving of their time and creativity and expertise. And so for the past, as we record tonight, today, for the, because we're recording early for a change, the past two weeks, we have interviewed so many people. And on top of, so you asked me, so on top of my schedule and my evening schedule between my own stuff, you know, um, between work, and piano lessons and some community stuff and then my girls uh it's the first time these past two weeks where i was feeling really tired because of the podcast because we 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 had so many times we were interviewing people other but it's been great and now we know better no and 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 it was part
0: of uh, yeah a lot of it was excitement um because these people would were actually agreeing to talk yeah um and we always tell them we don't, we don't want to impact their time. You know, mm-hmm. if you could spend 30 minutes, we don't script them as you nope. probably can nope. tell when we listen. Pretty good. Um, we both are simultaneously working on getting interviews with folks. Yep. We we coordinate together as mm-hmm. to who we want. And then we split up. Right. Right. Who good we're going to reach out to. Um, and all of a sudden we had a lot of them at one time and all of them were phenomenal. I wouldn't change anything, but we both said, okay, let's, let's give the poor RPG community a break from us, from us reaching out all the time yes, and asking yes. them to be interviewed. And let's give ourselves a little break and enjoy a little bit of banter, which you've heard here. Um, and we've already, and again, we've just wrapped another group of them. So as we're recording now, we are working on our third group. So yep. that's mm-hmm. why things have been so busy, um, busy. And so literally, um, for me, the toughest thing was, um, in all honesty, you're better organized we were talking about this on text earlier. Um, you're a little bit better, a little bit, you're better organized than I am on things and mul- managing. I hadn't properly managed and merged my work calendar and my home calendar. Right. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you boom, know, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. All of a sudden boomer. Yeah. Right. And, and so I'm like, and I didn't regret any of it. It was just like, Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and the person that we're the last person we just interviewed, you'll, you'll get this. We'll talk about it when it comes up and reference yep. back to this episode, yep. that person had had a very long day as well. Yeah. And so all of us on here, you could yeah. tell all of us were like, okay, We're all tired. Let's just relax and have a now. now We just do one of these a week,
1: one interview a week, approximately. We both
0: we both had a discussion about that and said, okay, we need to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, but but you know, it was a good, it was a good, fun lesson to learn.
0: It's uh, so many interesting people. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it just because we had so many of these interesting people that were actually willing to sit down with us. Which, in some ways, jokes aside, still blows, blows the
1: mind. my mind yeah, yeah blows the mind
0: so as we wander over
1: to the gm corner to wrap up with your permission brad i'm going to subvert the process and suggest we share what we're kind of working on together as a quick gm corner which is working on backstories and plots for what what we 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 um I should say, is this Brad,
0: the the this duet is. thing we're talking?
1: Okay. Yeah, the, it is the yeah. duet thing we're talking about. So, uh, yeah, yeah. If you are you going to go there? Well, I was just going to say that for the background because we haven't yeah. talked about it in a while, it, our listeners would know, especially if they were been with us since the 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 first couple dozen episodes, that for the longest time, we have been talking about designing a a a, a narrative dice adaptation for role playing Star Trek, which.
0: In fact, we did, Mm -hmm. but you you had done a very robust and detailed beta. Uh, uh, Not We didn't run it. Alpha. Alpha. alpha We've got an alpha. Version on paper,
1: in computer on paper. Yep. And we, we, we tossed that back and forth. And then because of some of these discussions we've been having with people, we changed our minds because we decided that doesn't have legs, but something might. So. Not coming soon to a drive through RPG by you, but sooner than later, what are we starting to seriously talk about?
0: So we had enough discussion with folks involved in the Star Trek Adventures RPG from Modiphius. Thank you, Modiphius. Wonderful people. Yeah, wonderful people. And I have come to, I love everything, but I've really come to adore that that role-playing game. Um, Yeah. One of the things that really and, got us and started, it's and it's, yeah, people. it's people, yeah, it's people. Sorry, yeah, yeah, and no, no, no. it's people. Yeah. And and there are some sites out there that do DD duets. Yep. Hint hint for future interview. Yep. And one of the things I we started talking about was what if we did some duet adventures using Star Trek adventures? Yep. Because you and I only sometimes have time for us to jump on yep. and play for sixty to ninety minutes. Tight. On our own.
1: Tight duets that would let us play, let others play in stories in Star Trek that aren't being told. And and thanks to the new material coming out, whether it's Shackleton Expanse or especially the players and GM guides,
0: there's more material than ever. And yeah. And that's, again, we're still playing D&D. Yep, we're still we, we we it it kind of got dragged just because we've gotten busy, but we still have an open game of um, Edge Studio Edge the Empire out there. I, I will always um, play Star Wars. I will yep. always play Star Wars. We yep. we still have those. Those are still open games. Um, we have talked. We've talked to ourselves, and we said we have to limit
1: because, mm-hmm.
0: um, and no disrespect to others, we just don't have time. There are but only so the,
1: many games we can't have time for. At exactly. the same time,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the, the fact that my books are now spilling out onto the floor is a test is a testament to that's that. awesome. That's a shame, um, but Star Trek because it is really the sci-fi between Star Wars and Star Trek. That's the sci-fi that got us into sci-fi that got us into RPGs. Um, yeah. We wanted to work on something that was duet related <laughs> to Star Trek again. With everything going on, like you heard Jason's writing a book, this isn't going to come out tomorrow. This is stuff that we've mm-hmm. just been bantering about that we want to do at some point in the future. But the one thing, and this, uh, we're going to give away a little bit of the, because I'm known for that. Um, one of the things we want to do is go in the direction of, um, yep, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm banging on the table. Brad's excited. Um, He's very yeah. Excited. I'm excited was going the direction of playing, like outside of outside of the federation yeah yeah Yeah. on the edge yeah much like you saw if you watch odyssey much or odyssey good grief discovery um, you mean
1: the 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 one written like 2500 years ago okay just yeah yeah Yeah. exactly yeah yeah. good yeah
0: not not the iliad or the odyssey um because the odyssey was destroyed by the dominion but um well done (laughs) 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 that was good um, yeah I, I just want that episode just said I just watched it. But we want to write stuff that is on the fringe that offers a little bit of creative license without affecting Canon.
1: Exactly. And so so maybe maybe to take a cue from Modifius and the wonderful products they're putting out around Star Trek, Star Trek Adventures. Um, maybe uh starting with a brief collection of three to five duet adventures outside of the federation all within canon perhaps fashioned after modiphius's uh mission briefings so that so that they can be tightly ridden put out there for free and just give players like us who want something more than they've seen the
0: chance to explore and experiment on a whim's notice and and again, like you said, the players' guide and the game master's guide yep. that are out now um, really have offered and put out enough info to cr- allow us to create. Yes, and as you're going to hear in a future episode, wink wink. Um, you know that was one of the things they wanted to do. Yeah. Um, you and know, when and, we heard and,
1: that, it was like, yeah, we're doubling down.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm paraphrasing. I'm yeah. paraphrasing what we had talked about in a future episode, and that is they've given us a sandbox and we're going to use it. We're going to build a couple of castles
1: in that sandbox
0: for Trek to mix metaphors for all of you. Yeah. So that's coming. Um, That's why you haven't heard much about the Genesis thing is because we've really grown fond of, of the 2d 20 system enough that we want to, we want to enhance and use that with our own material. And, and especially,
1: especially staying true to our initial interests, um especially writing these in a way perhaps perhaps that can remain potentially agnostic to dice system so that for people who want to play in 2d20 they can really do so beautifully for people who don't they can grab their narrative dice from edge they can grab their fate dice if they really want to they can they can take if you go back to one of our episodes a microscope approach not grab any dice, and still play Star Trek within canon and, and, within Modiphius's, products. Yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. As always, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, this was the big four O, and we will see you next week for our second round of interviews with creative, fascinating, sometimes wonderful people. Be well, everybody.